It's time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Thursday, February 15th, 2024. Well, we'll take a look at marine weather, a little bit about ships, and then I'm going to share an update on those proposed offshore wind projects, wind power projects for southern Oregon waters that um, are currently being considered. There's some new information released this week about that. So we'll do that in a minute. But first, a look at our marine weather forecast. We had a low-pressure system drop southeastward from the northeast Pacific yesterday. That increased winds and sea heights. Low pressure will move inland today, and winds have shifted to the south. So a little bit of a change from what we've been having. We had a small craft advisory in effect yesterday. What remains from that is a hazardous seas warning through this morning. In the forecast, we have southeast winds today, 15 to 20 knots, gusting to 25, easing to 10 to 15, and gusting to 20 in the afternoon. Wind waves from the southeast, 5 feet at 6 seconds apart. West swells 6 feet at 9 seconds, building to 10 feet at 12 seconds in the afternoon. Rain is likely and there is a chance of snow <laughs> in the afternoon today. In today's ship schedule inbound, we had the this, this morning very early, the Econ Belanak arrived from South Korea headed to the Astoria Anchorage. She'll be going upriver to pick up corn, soy, or wheat. Uh, at uh, Kalama eventually. She arrived, I think, in the Astoria Anchorage around 2.30 a.m. Pan Topaz, arriving from South Korea, also headed for the Rainier Anchorage, another early traveler on the river. She'll be picking up wheat upriver. So she's inbound past Astoria around 4.30 a.m. She'll be in Rainier around 8 a.m. The IVS Progress is arriving from China, headed for the Vancouver Anchorage upriver. She'll be picking up soda ash at the Port of Portland eventually. Passing Astoria, 5.30 a.m., Vancouver by about 11.30 a.m. The Alpha Discovery is arriving from South Korea, headed for the Astoria Anchorage. Corn, soy, or wheat picked up at Kalama is in her future. She will be in Astoria's Anchorage by about noontime. The American Endurance is arriving from Anacortes, headed for Portland. She's delivering refined petroleum. She'll pass Astoria around 1.30 p.m. and be in Portland by about 7.30 this evening. The Tolmi is arriving from China, headed for the Astoria Anchorage. She's another ship destined for Kalama to pick up corn, soy, or wheat. She will be in Astoria's Anchorage by about 2.30 this afternoon. The Cider Harmony is arriving from South Korea, headed for Longview. She'll be picking up pet coke there. She will pass Astoria around 4.30 p.m. and be in Longview by about 8 p.m. The El Camino is arriving from China, headed for the Astoria Anchorage. She'll be picking up potash upriver at some point in Portland, at the Port of Portland. She'll be in Astoria's Anchorage by about 5.30 p.m. The Prabhu Shakti is arriving from China, also headed for Astoria's Anchorage. She's another wheat ship. She'll be in the Anchorage by about 9.30 p.m. The Sagar Kanya is also arriving from China, headed for Astoria's Anchorage, ultimately picking up soda ash upriver in Portland. She will be in the Astoria Anchorage by about 10.30 p.m., and the Pan Fortune is arriving from Vancouver, B.C., headed for the Astoria Anchorage. Picking up weed eventually upriver, she will be in the Astoria Anchorage by about 10.30 p.m. So today I thought I would give you an update on the proposed offshore wind generation projects that are being planned for the southern Oregon coast. Since there was new information released about this this week, I talked about this with you last fall when there was a public comment period happening regarding the project's proposed areas in the ocean. So these would be floating towers, not ones resting on the bottom. Now, the BOEM, that's the Bureau of Ocean Energy Management, has finalized their plans a bit more. Here's a quote 
uh, from a story published this week by Associated Press. Quote, the federal government has finalized two areas for floating offshore wind farms along the Oregon coast, authorities announced on Tuesday, bringing the state closer to commercially developing and producing a renewable energy source that's part of the fight against climate change. The two zones cover roughly 195,000 acres and are both located in southern Oregon. One area is 32 miles off the coast of Coos Bay, and the other is 18 miles from the shore of the small city of Brookings, located near the California state line. They have the capacity for producing 2.4 gigawatts of energy, the agency said, enough to power roughly 800,000 homes, close quote. Now, BOEM has said that the two areas were finalized after extensive feedback and input from federal government partners, state, tribal, and local residents. The agency said they're working to reduce conflicts with other ocean users, including tribal interests and commercial fishermen. Now, both of those uh, communities, fishing and tribal interests, have said they still have concerns that have not been addressed. Last summer and fall, there was a public comment period on the proposed areas that lasted from mid-August through the end of October. In response to the proposals, Oregon lawmakers have put forward a bill, House Bill 4080, which would require the state to create standards for offshore wind energy. It would also support engagement between affected communities and tribes, as well as developing labor standards. Now, BOEM yesterday published a notice of finalized offshore wind energy areas in the Federal Register, and that will trigger an environmental assessment. The notice also initiates a 30-day public comment period that starts now. So if you want to comment, you can go online and Google BOEM Oregon Activities and scroll down that page, and you'll find a link to the comments page. After the end of the public comment period, BOEM will release the environmental assessment for more public comment, as well as a proposed sale notice um, that indicates to interested companies the potential lease of the area, since they would be leasing these areas to companies that would uh, supply the equipment. Now, the Confederated Tribes of Coos, Lower Umpqua, and Sayuslaw Indians said in a statement they were very disappointed, extremely disappointed, actually, is what's quoted um, in BOEM's announcement. The tribes have concerns about the placement of floating wind turbines that could destroy culturally significant viewpoints. And last October, the tribes passed a resolution opposing BOEM's draft wind areas, and they say the federal agency repeatedly failed to consult with them. Now, commercial fishing groups are not happy about this either. Here's a quote from an OPB story published Wednesday, quote, Heather Mann, director of Midwater Trawlers Cooperative, said in a statement that the final wind draft areas, quote, remain unchanged, close quote, from earlier drafts, despite much opposition from the fishing industry, local communities, and tribes. Mann said authentic engagement with BOEM has been non-existent, and Oregon's seafood industry and coastal communities will be negatively impacted. Here's a quote from her, from, from her statement. The final wind energy areas are in prime fishing grounds where millions of pounds of sustainable seafood have been harvested. The areas are prime habitat for marine mammals and include nursery grounds for important fish species. BOEM is pitting renewable energy against sustainable food production, close quote. And that is from an OPB story published yesterday. So there's, that's an update on that project. As I said, if you want to comment on this, there is a public comment period happening. To read and learn more and comment on the project, Google BOEM Oregon Activities, and you'll find the project page. On that page is a link to the comments section 
and to many other, lots of other information as well. So you can um, learn more about this if you'd like to. You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. You'll find ship schedules and a podcast of this program on my website at shipreport.net. Ship Report podcasts also on Apple and Spotify. You'll find marine weather and links to ship schedules and more on my Ship Report Facebook page. Thanks for listening and have a great day.